Good day, everyone. Uh, we're here today for the latest uh, excerpt from uh, Fashion Network and Luxury Insights um, podcasts with uh, dynamic personalities in the fashion and luxury industry. And this morning, we have the pleasure of meeting a star of the new generation, Anthony Alvarez of the label Blue Marble. Good morning, Anthony. Good morning, Godfrey. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, for those who are not so well informed, Anthony is a uh, created his own label a couple of years ago and recently just got the distinction of becoming shortlisted for the Amdam Prize, in some people's opinion, probably the most prestigious single prize for young designers in the world. But I'd like to begin at the beginning with the name of his brand. How did you come up with the name? So I inspired myself from the first picture taken of the Earth in its entirety in 1972 um, that the astronauts called the Blue Marble. And for me, it's that perspective representing um, cultural diversity and a perspective of all of us being connected that really inspired me for my brand. You uh, were you are a part French, part Filipino. Am I correct? But brought up in New York. Yes, that's correct. My father is uh, Filipino Spanish, and um, he moved to New York at an early age. And my mother is from the south of France, and they met during my mother's first trip outside of France in uh, Washington. And then I was born there. Ah, you. Um, when, when you were young, did you first get the idea that you might be a designer? Um, I, I had a uh, dream of uh, having my brand at a young age. I back then did a lot of, and I still do, outdoor sports. And I had this dream of having my outdoor sports clothing brand. And then I actually, it stayed in my head, but um, I, um, I didn't study that in um, in high school or in college. I studied um, economics, which was quite different, <laughs> uh, quite the opposite, actually. Uh, but it's always um, something that stayed in my head and that I've been passionate about from an early age. And so you spent your formative teenagers were in New York or Washington? Uh, in New York. My parents just met in Washington, but I was born in New York and lived there until the age of eight, and moved back to Paris. Ah, okay. So where did you study business? I studied, um, so I left when I was 17, uh, France, to go back to New York to study at Cornell in, ah. in New York. Okay, like the movie Love Story. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, like... Um, uh, the designer, Casey Cadwallader of Mugler. He also studied at Cornell, yes. but architecture. Well, it turns out it's a good school for fashion without you even and, studying the subject. And very good for architecture as well. I did take a couple art uh, architecture classes at Cornell, and that's something I really loved about um, the U.S. general studies is the, um, the fact that you can take a broad variety of courses that they call electives that complement your um, your degree. Okay. Now tell me, what were your first steps in design itself? The first steps uh, in design were through my um, first project 
called uh, One Culture that I launched uh, with some friends in 2017. Um, and it was really learning about everything, um, learning how to make fish technique, uh, learning how to communicate with manufacturers, trying to convince them to launch your small production. <laughs> um, and it was really interesting because it was a complete new industry for me. And I was lucky enough to have friends that had experience and I learned a lot through them. So when did you decide, did you, did you actually, you showed originally with one culture before you changed the name is that correct you presented a collection uh the the first collection presented was actually for blue marble okay for blue marble um which was the collections um spring summer 2020 okay yeah okay one of your initial ideas if i remember i've seen a couple of your collections now was that you would take the concept of a city and use that as the inspiration for the collection. What's your thinking behind that? Yes, actually for me, that concept um, was um, one of the main concepts of One Culture, was really to take inspiration from a particular city and every season travel to a new city and and reflect um, couture, the culture that was present in that city. But when I decided to launch Blue Marble in 2019, I wanted to keep those values of multiculturalism, of traveling, but without having it for a specific city every season, because I felt that we would, um, it, it would be too um, marqué by a particular city, and I wanted to represent more the voyage in general and the adventure of, mm. of um you know, kids traveling, um, discovering new cultures, playing sports, um, bringing souvenirs, and really celebrating together. Okay. So now your your fashion house is based here in Paris. Where? We're based um, near République, okay. uh, between République and Bastille. And we have a small atelier there as well, where we, um, we make a, a few samples and a lot of our patrons. Okay. And where do you make most of the collection? Most of the... It's um, a mix between uh, Portugal, Italy, and France. Okay, okay. One thing that... Uh, you had a fantastic collection I think everyone raved about. Uh, I think it's your last collection. was in the Gare de Lyon, near the Gare de Lyon. Uh, yes, yes, in the deuxième. In the deuxième. What was... I mean, uh, one of the inspirations was your own cultural... Uh, background uh, the venta boats was, yes exactly uh, tell us a little bit about the thinking behind that sure so this uh, collection started with a dream that i've had to traverse the pacific ocean from the philippines to the united states um and i've always practiced a lot of outdoor sports and water sports. And this was the idea of taking off on these beautiful Vinta boats that have amazing colors and ge- uh, geometrical shapes. And it's, it, it was this idea to, to traverse the winter through these, these boats and bringing elements of souvenirs I had from the Philippines and from surfing in Chargao. Um, we created these um, post-surf boots, um, post-surf scarves as well. 
um, and taking elements from my cultural heritage, but also from this idea of traversing the Pacific and what I would want to bring with me along that trip. Okay. You, um, one thing I think really strikes people about your fashion is, even though it's based on active sports like skateboarding or surfing, that you give it a, a frequently a kind of couture-like finish, uh, embroideries, crystals, things. What's your thinking behind that? Um, I like to mix my many different inspirations for for my brand, and I think it comes from my upbringing, um, growing up in. New York, having, uh, you know, dreams through the American movies, through American sports, entertainment, but also my upbringing in France and through my mom, uh, which has a certain sophistication. And I try to mix both of them from for my collections. And I also am really passionate, passionate about artisanal craft, um, embroideries. I think it adds a human touch which I continuously try to explore every season. So we had um, this idea of mixing a more modern design, baggy jeans, with traditional artisanal craft, um, all done by hand. And that was one of my favorite pieces last collection that I actually wore um, uh, for the LVMH prize, actually. Do you think that who, when growing up or, you know, when you were thinking of becoming a designer or creating a brand, who were the designers you admired? Uh, so growing up, I was um, uh, exposed to my grandma. Actually, that was my first uh, experience with fashion. Uh, my Filipino grandma that immigrated to the U.S. loved uh, Japanese designers. Uh. So Comme des Garçons was one of the first brands uh, that, I, um, that I experienced. Through her, ah, and did she she wore them? She wore guys. Yes, she, she wore a few uh, pieces, and she would always show me pictures growing up on magazines, and it did make me dream a lot. And I still, to this day, um, remember that moment because I think it's unforgettable when you are young and seeing her her passion as well. I think. Um, was communicated to that to me. How does the creative process work with you? How do you begin a collection and develop the initial idea and concept? Uh, There's a lot of uh, research at the beginning for me. And I start with this idea of where I'd like to go um, on a voyage, who I'd like to go, my, my friends or people I would dream to be with. Because there's this interesting... Um, uh, there's this inspiration that I have, not only from the friends and from I'd, what my friends would like to wear, what I would like to wear, but also from people that I would dream to be with. So there's also, as you mentioned, ec- eccentricity in the collection. Um, and I try to imagine these people together, what they would, they would bring to the table, what they would go, where they would go. I dig back into my souvenirs as well. And, um, experiences of voyage growing up. And it's, it's, it starts with, yeah, this idea of tying these, these dreams I have of the past, of the future with this idea of escapism and, and voyage. You know, um, I know we've just come out of a very complicated pandemic, but I always ask every designer I meet, where were the last three places they went on vacation? And I think it's especially important in your in the way you think about 
about design. Where 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 were those last three? Um, so the last three, um, it was um, my best friend's 30th birthday in Marrakesh, oh. and I really love Morocco. Um, Marrakesh, Essaouira, different cities. There's actually a place I want to go called Dahla, which is really famous for uh, for kite surfing. Um, before that, um, it was Mexico, which also was my first time there, mm. and I was really ins uh, inspired a lot. Um, by their organic architecture that they have and psychedelic um, prints that I found there. And I think before that was Tarifa in the south of Spain, uh, also for surfing. Okay, okay. Are you, you sound like a regular surfer by now, are you? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I really love it. <laughs> I, 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 all the water sports really, um, um, I, uh, I feel very passionate about. You, were you surprised at your reception by the industry, by LVMH Prize, and I'm now? You, why do you think that you were so readily accepted effectively? I was uh, very surprised because, as you mentioned, I, I don't come from a fashion background and I really trust my uh, intuition when I design. Um, and I was just so happily surprised to see the reception from um, experts in the industry, uh, reviews that we had as well. And I think it's just me being really honest with my inspirations, with where I want to go. Mm. Um, and given the really amazing feedback we've been getting, it only persuades me to continue uh, on that route. So now you've built already a bit of a business. It's not it's not Dior or Chanel, but you've built. How many stores are you selling in worldwide? How many uh, accounts do you have? Uh, right now we have online, about offline, yeah, twenty five um, accounts worldwide. Hmm. Very good. I'm really happy. Yes, really happy with the developments, hmm. um, and it's. Uh, stores that are spread out in the world as well, which is really nice. Okay. The next step is uh, next week, is it? The season? No, or in, in two weeks' time. When will you be showing your next collection? Uh, it actually be next week. It'll be on the 21st okay. uh, here in Paris. And I'm so excited. The opening day. We're actually the opening show, the opening day, yes. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and can you tell us where you're going to show? Or are you keeping out of what's happening? Uh, I can't say where we will show, but I'm really excited. Um, it, um, it really represents, you know, the summertime for me. Um, and I'm very excited for this, for this collection. Where, where would you hope to see your brand in five years? Um... I think what it's, what's important for me is that we continue to stay true to our vision and, um, and staying very passionate. That's all I can hope for in the next five years or longer down the line. Mm -hmm. Define Blue Marble. Um, Blue Marble is a celebration of multiculturalism, it's um, there is a lot of joy in, in in the clothes. It's colorful. It's it's a mix of many different inspirations, um, and there is this effortless feeling also to the clothes, while keeping a um, a sophisticated finishing as well.
You often spoken three or four times of multiculturalism. Do you think fashion then has a greater role in society in guiding people to have certain values and certain ideas? I think fashion has a very important role, um, especially nowadays with the um, digitalization of fashion through social networks and how accessible it is. So I think the young generation really looks up to brands and to designers, and it is our role to promote our values. Um, we have a lot of young people who hope to get into the fashion industry and who listen to these podcasts. What what bits of advice would you give them if they were embarking on a career? I think it's one of, for me, the most important advice I received is to be very audacious, audacious with how you work, um, audacious with your, how you translate your vision. Oh. And and make no compromises and repeat, repeat, repeat. I think through being patient and repetition, your your work will be seen. Anthony Alvarez, been very nice talking to you. So nice talking to you, Godfrey.